Welcome to episode 66 of Shanlin on Batman. I'm your host, Justin Shanlin. We got Tom Harper. Hello. What are you what are you drinking there, fine sir? Um Cherry Coke. This okay. is the key, kids. Cherry Coke. And uh Apple Crown Royal. Very nice. Kyle, what are you drinking? Mountain Dew. That's what I'm drinking too. Fucking gamers. <laughs> Where are my Doritos? <laughs> so on tonight's episode, we're gonna do something a little different. Uh we're gonna we're gonna do the commentary track for Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice: The Ultimate Cut. I've seen it. I bought it. Tom bought it. Kyle has not seen it. This is gonna be my first impressions. Yeah, like you're going into this like a virgin. All I've heard is it's amazing. So it's just like sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids, awesome. for for you twelve year olds. Like, what's that? <laughs> According to Kevin Smith, it's like swimming. <laughs> Dude, kids know what everything is. They have the internet, Google. They, they have the internet highway. The internet highway. So yeah, we're gonna do that. We, we like we completely skipped the Chris Nolan stuff. We were like, this is just something that we were like, should we do that? Should we, should we just break this down? Like just like talk about it? And then I was like, why don't we just do a commentary track? And while we're watching it, enjoying it, we can just talk about the things we like and the things we dislike. You sound like a madman right now. I am going crazy. We, I think we're one of the only podcasters doing this we're right now. We're endeavoring on a three-hour journey with you. A three-hour tour? <laughs> kind of. Oh, man. Uh, so what, this is going to be pro- most likely a two-part episode. So first part, we're going to talk about... I think we're just going to do like break it right in half, like an hour and a half. So with that being said... Let's Sounds sh- like a plan. So th- that being said, let's jump right into it. So obviously, if you're listening to this uh, episode, you're going to ha- want to pull up... Your copy of Batman v Superman, the ultimate cut. It's available for digital download right now. It's going to be out July 19th. So if you've not purchased it, wait, listen to this commentary while you're watching it with your Blu-ray. And let's just be clear, because for some dumb reason I feel like I need to do this, there's obviously going to be a bunch of spoilers here if you have not seen this movie, and I don't want to hear anyone whine about it when we talk about what's going on. Yeah, like we're going to be talking there's about. There's always that one guy, I'm just saying. So here's to you, that one guy. <laughs> here's to you. It's like you're going to pour out your crown royal in a casket. <laughs> Is that foreshadowing something? <laughs> yeah. Something about a casket. <laughs> Wait, someone dies? Dun, dun, dun. I don't want to do this. I should have done the Law and Order theme. Because that makes more sense, doesn't it? We're going to have to set up a keyboard in the middle of the room. <laughs> I'll just we, play all these jingles no, for No, it's got to be like uh, in the movie Big, where I can just like jump on the keys. Oh, okay. yeah. Tom, I if think... we're going to have any instruments, it's going to be your ukulele. All right, that's fine. So, yeah, we're at absolute zero right now. We're going to be talking about, while the film's going on, we're going to be talking about things that have changed, the rearrangement, because there's a lot of differences yeah. in this movie compared to the theatrical, theatrical cut. Um, I'll preface this now. Why didn't Warner Brothers just release this version of the film? I don't know why. Their thought process is probably, 
If we cut 30 minutes off, we can fit more screenings in a single day. I mean, that's true, but you're you're turning you're turning off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. To to actually going to see the that version of the film multiple times, right? Like I, I feel like the estimate I heard or read that they Warner Brothers lost a hundred million dollars from the bad reviews of this film. If there's if there's one things if there's one thing I've learned from the electronic media scene is that the executives usually don't know what they're doing. <laughs> well, when we had Paul Dini on, he was telling us how you know he had like stories of this these crazy executives that were just like like brain damaged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anyone his over words, the, not ours. Like it's, I'm not saying anyone currently there is brain damage. I'm just saying, like, like even the people who like crapped on the theatrical cut, like you know what? That's this actually makes sense. I prefer this film. There, I still have issues like like the script and a few issues with the tone of the film, but this is actually coherent film. Like it makes sense. It's not convoluted. There's not those big gaps. It's not. It's not. Uh, watered down like this version is very rich and we, we talked about this like the, we can't wait like the 30 minutes is gonna put a lot of the stuff back into it like because Zack Snyder did that with the with Watchmen like, mm-hmm. Tom you saw the the extended cut of Watchmen right I haven't fuck there's literally no reason to watch the theatrical cut of Watchmen I know that's I we talked about this on a podcast before I was like I haven't seen that and you were like oh my god you go watch it now and I just haven't done it yet. I have like three versions of that movie. I have like the re- original cut, which I haven't picked up. I have the director's cut. Then I have the ultimate cut. The ultimate cut has the has the, the cartoon cut. in it. Oh, I just cool. don't have it. Like you don't have a Blu-ray player, so I can't just like here you go. You're right. So maybe I can bring over a Blu-ray player. Maybe I can get a power cord for the PS3 I have kicking around. That yeah, if you to be yours, if you got that working, it'd work. Yeah, that'd work. Yep. I'll look again if I have that power cord. Maybe it's in one of my bags. I'll look again. Justin gives me a PS3 so I can play Arkham Origins, and <laughs> he gives me the PS3 with no power cord. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Well, it was in my office for like two years, so. Like they, just obvi- they obviously sabotaged the Saboteur. PS3 and took the power cord before you moved out of your office. I'm sure they. Uh, if there was an opportunity for them to sabotage me, they did. Sabotage. <laughs> They did it. They did it multiple times. Bastards. So, yeah, we're going to jump right into this. So we're, uh, we're at our absolute zero. I don't know if our absolute zero is your absolute zero, but that's where we're at. And I'm going to hit play in three, two, one, click. And you will not be able to hear this, by the way. So you will have to play along The with Warner us. Brothers you logo playing with the, the falling leaves. I thought that was interesting to open it up with the falling leaves. I thought they were going to do something like they did with Man of Steel where they kind of like travel through like that labyrinth. But labyrinth. Then he, but then they had like Bruce Wayne uh Bruce Wayne does the voiceover which I like. And they they're setting up the the Waymers which I thought was interesting. Uh I had no idea the Waynes got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might as well just get it out of the way, right? Yeah, so I'm thankful they did this at the very beginning of the movie, not like in the middle or like at the end of every Batman movie. Oh God, like glad Batman. it was fast. Like, and it's beautifully done too. Like, I love the cinematography. Larry Fong did a great job. Um, I love the art direction. Batman v Superman: Dawn Justice, the Ultimate Cut. I love the credit sequence and the music by Hans Zimmer and Junkie, Junkie XL. Really 
and they, they we finally have a Batman sequence of the Wayne murders wa- as they're walking past the Marker Zorro, like the quintessential uh, version of this from the comics. It's just right. Um, and, like, this is what you're seeing here is the woods of Michigan. I believe this is by your neck of the woods, Kyle. Yeah, it was filmed, like, 20 minutes from where I lived, I think. Yeah, I where the, that Batmobile sequence where it comes in, That I was actually there. I was, like, one of the second or third people to actually find that. So. It's just so it's just, Did you see anything when you were there? I saw like a bunch of signage. Like the day, the day that they were filming, I was like 15 minutes too early, and they brought the Batmobile. And a buddy of mine texted me a photo of like, "Oh my god, I just saw the Batmobile on set." I was like, "I was just there." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. A lot of people gave this sequence flack because of the of Thomas Wayne throwing a. Attempting to throw a punch at his attacker, and I actually prefer that How version. How dare he try to protect his family? Didn't could I could be wrong, but like, is it strange that the pearls were broken like that? Because didn't Bruce Wayne always have like his mother's? Look at that. I know, but he they break right here when he shoots her in the the face. Well, the kick w- would break it, but that's from straight up the Watchmen. That yeah, one. so. A little extended moment. I actually really like that shot right there. It's actually one of my favorites in the entire movie. It's just the shot of the gun breaking the pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. And that's DJ Desjardins, or however, the VFX supervisor who was playing Joe Chill. No. I would have liked to see more of Lauren Cohen in this movie. She's a fine actress, for sure. She's one of the. She's really good in uh, Wa- Walking Dead, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You know, like he he's in the Walking Dead as, as well now. I sense a conspiracy here. And then this sequence, director of photography Larry Fong. If I don't know, did you guys notice the bat, the 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 actual bat when he's flying up there and it looks like a bat? Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, am I the only one who's noticing this? So, Batman created by Bob King with Bill Finger, and it, like this, this sequence kind of reminds me of the Batman Begins sequence. They were like a little nod because as soon as the Batman, the bats kind of fall out, you see Chris produced by Chris Nolan and and uh and his Emma Thomas, his his wife. Yep, right there. So. Like that, I had. I'm sure that's a little nod to them. And I, I, a lot of people get like this sequence right here where he's like being uh, elevated by the bats. A lot of my friends who saw this, like, I hate that sequence. That would never happen. I was like, a man flies in this movie. (laughs) I love the image of a bat that you can see. And but I'm pretty sure this is right from like one of Jeff Johns' comics. And after this, Bruce Wayne's like, I am the Bat God. That there it is right there. It looks exactly like a bat. Didn't like this white sequence where it says now introducing the mankind's introduced to the Superman. I didn't care for that. And it felt a little too much like Watchmen to me. It's almost like they had the same director. <laughs> and I still get chills every time I see this. When I saw this, that opening 
the the fan version of this, I'm like, holy! I love how Bruce just jumps. He's like, we're not even landing. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run. And now begins the ultimate Chrysler commercial. <laughs> you can just hear the the money flying. Right now. I saw this with one of my friends the other day, and he was like, "Why is he driving one of those pussy jeeps?" <laughs> the Renegade? Oh That's... my god! And we were talking. I was like, "I want a Renegade it was now." Just funny. Renegades. Chrysler, nice. Dodge, Dart, Dodge, Renegade. Love Charger. the sequence. Man, I just had like the sudden urge to spend a lot of money all of a sudden. <laughs> I love the sequence. This is quintessential Bruce Wayne. This is quintessential Batman. He's running into danger where everyone else is just, just like running away from it. And remember, I told you like months ago. I love the music too. He's like, I'm gonna dodge this person, play bumper cars. Please don't hit my nice Chrysler that I just had to buy for this movie. I don't think he bought it. <laughs> but my question is, why does Wayne Enterprises have like this weird security vehicle with that weird light at the top? I mean, any business that size has security. And if security but, has to make any runs for anything... I love that. How, love how it just like, the, like it skids like that, too. But I called this. I said, you know, this. I bet you this is how the movie opens with this. So, called it. No, they should have had the sequence right before the Doomsday fight. <laughs> <laughs> Make me an editor, please. Not in the ultimate cut, sir. Let's just. This was shot. This was shot in. De- this part of the film was shot in Detroit, and my buddy was on set for this. And he said that his his sequence got cut, so I was looking forward to seeing, hopefully, seeing him in the ultimate cut of this. But he's not in it either. Maybe he's he'll be in the ultimate ultimate cut. <laughs> Maybe. And look, Bruce is just running towards danger. Everyone's like, like images of nine eleven, images of Man of Steel are popping in my head right now, and he's running towards it. I mean, what did you what do you think of the sequence, Tom? It gives me chills. Like, I'm was, like, jumping out of my seat. Yes. I've been crazy gung-ho about this since it came out in a uh, trailer. Yeah. You've been very into this sequence. It's good. I don't... I really like... The, I, really I like, like how they played it both... In, I hate the one CG shot coming up, but... Uh, Which one? The one where it's Zod and Superman flying through the air. It just looks really bad. Uh... But no, this is like, yeah, he's a, uh, obviously he's the hero and shit, but even without a costume on and stuff, he's still not scared to face danger like that. That's pretty awesome. And it really sets up this whole, and then why? He helps uh, Homeboy with his legs here in a minute. And a little different. Like this cut has a few added sequences. Yeah. Definitely, that's that horse. As soon as I saw the horse, is like, another Dark Knight Returns reference? Yep. Is he gonna break a? Sh- is he gonna break a gun? He's gonna break a shotgun over his leg. I hope so. It's like this movie turned the Silent Hill all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's this. It's the mist, Kyle. Sorry. They got to bring the kids into it. So for like, Kyle, this uh, is a new sequence for you, obviously. I was gonna say I don't recognize these kids. Yeah, just enough to make you feel worse about it, you know. I like I didn't even I do not care for this character. I do not care for Scoot McNary playing this character. Just I just don't like this there he's just not needed in this film. I mean obviously for that one sequence that's played up 
at the, on in the court the court room, but like I don't care. Show me more Bruce. Show so, me more. So Clark. let's say, for example, he were to die in a terrorist attack. You'd be okay with that? Well, I I guess I, I don't need like I don't need more backstory. Like the, there's like a, there's like five minutes of his backstory. That's that, true. That's too much. It's like do do we really need to know why he's upset that? He lost his legs and his family. No, I, mean, I thought they explained that well enough in the theatrical cut. There, there's more sequences of that. Yeah, okay. there is. Show me more Jimmy Olsen. <sighs> <laughs> or friggin' what's her face? Wonder Woman? No. A Lois? The blonde. Blondie. Oh, Gina Malone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Gina you're Malone. right. This that is that CG shot's so fucking bad. That was like Sharknado levels. <laughs> Listen for that podcast coming soon. <laughs> and it's funny because it's really going to happen. No one knows. <laughs> 18 months later. Oh, look. Guess what, guys? All the fans who said that Zack Snyder directs really dark sequences. Hmm. Looks like sunlight to me in the ocean. It's like, I thought, like, when this I saw. It's like a scene directed by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, oh my God, they're going to show me Aquaman right off the bat? Oh, they I know. really should have. I was have. so excited. They really should have. It would have just been this like big moment you'd have been at like, oh my god, look at this. There's this there's this stuff happening. But nope, it's a rock. And then you have this like character that you see a bunch of times that you, there's like no name. And they play it off like the remember in like the Amazing Spider Man movies, like that guy with no name, like the mysterious guy that's like oh my god, I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's how this guy is too. This guy has more scenes than this Yeah, he has a few there's a few more sequences with him too. Still no name, still no dialogue. And the credits he's listed as like Lex like Luthor. You need someone that one. can tell a story with their face. This guy. We get introduced to Holy shit! The it's a rock. But how does he know to open it up? It's just, I don't know. That's it like, looks like the giant ball of shit that falls in Joe Dirt. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And now we're to the extended cut of the, the Africa sequence yeah, that which African Coke. Like this, the real Coke. I think it's Coke Zero. It's got a black label. It might be. I guess Coke Zero is huge in Africa. Is it? I don't know. Obviously. Nairobi. We get to see Jimmy Olsen for the first time. But when, you, if you saw the theatrical crowd of this version, you're like who is that guy? Another no-name dude. Some no-name photographer that works with Lois Lane, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but in this one, he's like, I'm Jimmy Olsen. Hi, I'm Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. But this, this sequence is definitely more coherent. They they cut out the sequence where you see uh, Superman. Sorry, Kyle. There's that sequence where Superman like punches like through like the sky. You yeah. see that supersonic. They cut that out. I was like, well, that's interesting. And they changed that up. And now this meeting makes a little bit more sense. It's not just right. Yeah, you get instead of like a, she's just there. Like, oh, you were sent by these people to interview this guy, and now it's not going the way you thought it was supposed to. I'm glad they expanded on this because it really was one of the most confusing scenes of the entire movie when you saw it in theaters. I mean, you're you can barely even hear it, but you're like, oh, okay, like you I, can. I, I'm just like watching things happen. I'm like, oh yeah, this is okay. I see why I, this is happening now. I don't hear everything. We see KGBs, KGBs, and he's got his his character like 
gets beefed up too in a this, bit, yeah, a and, bit. and it makes a lot more sense. That prison awesome. sequence. I don't know. Ever this cut really I had a lot of issues with Lois Lane in this film, the theatrical version. But this cut fixes a lot of those issues for me. She feels like a complete character in this? She feels like a complete character. Like, oh her God. motivations are clear. She's just a lot closer, for sure, yeah. Yeah, like... Instead of, like, oh, Lois Lane's in every other friggin' scene. They play they play the next sequence of her with her, like, as one continuous and not break it up. I like how the guy just knows to check the camera. But like, okay, so this this doesn't make any sense. I have issues with the scene. So he cracks everything when he steps on it. But for some reason, that that little tiny tracking device doesn't break. It's perfectly okay. Deus ex machina. But like, even like they. They make it Lex. So I'm gonna give you a big spoiler warning because because Kyle can't listen to this. But th- everything Lex perfectly fine. It's like okay, I can break th- everything, but that's perfectly fine. Say if you crush something with your foot and there's a glass cylinder in that thing, you just broke the glass cylinder. Yeah, it's dumb. Damn it, Zack Snyder! This movie don't make any sense. Ruined. No wonder he gets shot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the everything that happens in Africa, like KG Beast and everything, it's all like manipulated even more so by Lex. It makes so much more sense. And it's much more violent too. It's definitely rated R for a reason. Oh well. Oh another new death. new ah. scene. There goes one of the main Superman characters. Yeah. What do you, th- how, Kyle? What do you feel about that? About Jimmy Olsen being killed off so soon? Why make him Jimmy Olsen if you're gonna kill him off that fast? Like, what's the point of having him be Jimmy Olsen? And is this character? Is this guy like this? Is a, I'm pretty sure this guy's a pretty big name actor. If I, so, so, I don't know who that is. I can't so remember what his name. But and he, and there's that sequence. Here's a sequence from uh, the trailer. Like, is that? Are they like running? Like, oh is my this, god! I remember that scene now from the trailer. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot it wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Well. It's in the movie. It's in the movie now. And it, like, this whole, this whole sequence is with context because the CIA is in the background trying to get the, take care of this. I love the music here, too. Oh, yeah. M- rate, see? Rated R for a reason, Kyle. I don't know. I've seen some pretty violent PG-13 movies. Yeah. Your mom lets you watch PG-13 movies? Somehow. Damn. Lucky. <laughs> I'm only rele- relegated to watching Finding Dory. That's the last movie. <laughs> she doors! I mean, there could be worse things that happen. Yeah, I know. Watching Amazing Spider-Man 3. Oh. <laughs> Thank God that never happened. <laughs> Burn my eyes out with that flamethrower. <laughs> Yeah, he fl- like this sequence. He really likes flamethrowers. Okay, so why? If okay, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. They're on horseback, but then they're gonna fly a drone. Why not just fly the drone first? Huh? Yeah, fuck that drone. <laughs> yeah. I just had 
Dark Knight Rises flashbacks. <laughs> no, that, that, that makes more sense now. Get ready for more flashbacks. Bane's going to blow up a plane in a second. <laughs> Okay, so why does Superman blow all this shit up? He doesn't like people dying. He's just a little upset in this movie, okay? He's, he's going he's through going some through ang- his, yeah. anger management. There you go. See, I, they cut off that, that sequence of him, cr- like, the crack out of the sky, which I thought they could have figured out a way to keep that in the, this film. Why is he smiling? <laughs> they both smile. She gets a shit-eating grin here, too. Superman's not supposed to smile. Yeah, he's like, yeah. This is going to be hilarious. Everyone laughed at that sequence, too. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I don't know why... My seven-year-old nephew laughed at that. Like, hard, dude. <laughs> a lot of people like, give really that Really fucking shit. hard. I was like, you want to see Superman do something cool? Yeah, show him that. He just starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> here's a, here's another, um, like, semi-watchman with slow motion with the helicopters. I'm okay if these nods still watch only got so many tricks. <laughs> One trick pony. So far, this movie's been pretty much in the daytime. A lot of... Lo- Real talk. <laughs> no, shut up. It's too dark. This <laughs> has <laughs> been more mist than anything. More fog and mist. The mist directed by Zack Snyder. <sighs> probably be a better version of that movie. You're probably right. But now the the lowest scene when she talks about you know I saw people die made more sense right because yeah. she only saw like two people killed yeah I guess before I'm like you saw some terrorists die what's <laughs> what's wrong with that <laughs> you saw ISIS being murdered okay it's like is Lois Lane an ISIS sympathizer <laughs> <laughs> this sequence makes a lot more sense too right because her direct family died I'm like yeah. who is this lady like. And but she she has a bigger role in this movie too. She does actually. And it's like it's just moments. It's these, these simple moments that are. It's like thirty forty five seconds. Fixed pacing issue is. It's like, like they through and add, through. and it makes me curious why. I I know Kyle, you said that. Look, you know, get more people in the seats more often. Half but, hour shorter is X amount of movies you can play throughout the day more. But it's like when, one extra showing at the end of the day, right? But if people aren't gonna, people aren't satisfied with what they're seeing, they're not gonna go multiple times. Exactly. That's why like the Dark Knight was such so huge. Like look at Finding Dory. It's like third. Oh, and then the Gotham and Metropolis sequence. That I remember them filming this like six months before the movie began. Principal photography. Yeah. I was like, why did they cut that sequence out? And look at these Keystone cops. I can't t- take my dad to see this. He'll be like, cops don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, especially that sequence where... They're all scared and shit. Yeah, I was like... Oh. Well, there's a reason why the Gotham cops are considered a bit incompetent. That's why Batman knows what's where so are they, Okay, they're watching TV from their squad car? And they're ignoring the call. How are they watching the TV from their squad car? That doesn't make much sense. Do they just have a TV? They've got Lucius Fox on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> Technology, bitch. Car 224 is the car to get. Got that Lucius Fox. Gotham Seaport. The end is nigh. Another Watchmen. I'm okay with all the Watchmen references. Were there bats coming out of the chimney in the regular version? Yep. 
I don't remember that. Yeah, there was. I love that bat battering. What was I saying though before? I can't remember. Oh damn! Lots of stuff. Something about the cops. Mm, and you can't take your dad that. to see it. My dad did not like Man of Steel, but he loved the Dark Knight trilogy. But I can't have. I can't show this. He'd be like, cops would never be afraid. He'd walk out within the first twenty minutes. He'd be like, I'm done. <laughs> this is a bullshit movie. He's like, this. I can't get behind this. I would have had all those sex slaves free by now. <laughs> <laughs> How to be a better cop? I have a 30 story seconds. about this guy. I don't know if I'm allowed to share it. It's, it's borderline. Then don't. I'll share it to you after. Just remind me. It's funny. My buddy knows this guy. <laughs> it's funny. I'll take your word for it. I'll share it to you after. We get a very brutal Batman. I know, Tom, you're a fan of this. I love it. Even even with him branding? Yep, I don't even care. I don't care about the killing or the branding. You don't like or nothing. Tom's like, like burn them all. Yeah, it's fine with me. <laughs> it's fine with me. But like, why would any cop be afraid? It's like this right, is, yeah, because uh, Batman goes on like murderous cop killing rampages. I was gonna say like, does uh, this Batman always, have yeah, a history of killing cops? Exactly. Yeah. Is there something we're not seeing still? I really wish there would have been a sequence added from ju- from the take the sequence from Justice League and add it to the scene where Batman's talking to G- Gordon. Oh. The- that would have been so awesome. The ultimate cut. The ultimate, ultimate cut. 20 more seconds. Of <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm buying it's it. Like, it's J.K. Simmons. He's just sitting there like dumbbells. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Batman. He's got no shirt on. He's like, I'm working out. What do you want, Bats? You got those pictures I asked for? He said it, he said he wasn't working out for Justice League. He just wanted to be in shape. He's he a he, fucking liar. Yeah, he's lying. <laughs> Bow shit. It's <laughs> like, and then we get our first... And I like this version of Batman, too, how he's so fast. This is him at a slower time, too. That's what he says. Could you imagine how awesome he... Ben Affleck, Batman in his prime. It's scary to think about. Oh, and I remember what I was talking about. Like, why the studio decided not to show this version? Mm. I mean, yeah, like what you said, Kyle, was... It's it's probably true, but this, but if you're... If you're turning people off to this DC, like you're, you're selling. Okay, so this is I'll, I'll give it to. But after that sequence was Bruce going down the elevator, right in the Batcave, and then this sequence was after. Right? Oh yeah, it was yeah. right. So th- th- this is going to be one continuous sequence where it's gonna. And you see, here's another extended version of the scene where Lois is, you know, doing laundry. It makes more sense for this to be first. But, yeah, like, why? Why? I don't get it. Like, you turned a lot of people off to the DCEU. And then you had to spend a lot of money to fly those journalists out there into London. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they're just flush with money. I don't think money's the issue (laughs) for them right now. Daily Planet's loaded, man. They have the helicopter. Yeah, they do. It just get, picks people up on the roof. On the roof, Lois. Get to the roof. Get to the chopper. Such a sexy sequence. Like this. Uh, this still uh, pisses me off. What does? 
That the oh, fact she, that she puts the bullet in her bag. I better hide the bullet and from the guy. And just X-ray straight vision. up is like, oh, I didn't, I don't see that. Like, I just feel like he sees everything, and then she's like, well, oh, I'm if just he's gonna not hide looking this. I mean, he could X-ray You're through right. the door. He's looking right through the water, right? Yeah, through the tub. See, if you see a, I mean, let's be honest. Who wouldn't be looking through the water right now? Through the tub. But I mean, the bag's still right there. I just feel like he'd be like, why you got a bullet in your purse, Lois? Are you going straight up gangsta? <laughs> like, you can stub your toe and I'll be there to catch you. What are you worried about? But like I I I enjoy the sequence too because it's kind of like they're kind of talking about the aftermath of Man of Steel. Yeah. Like in the kind of like they're giving reaction like you know I didn't he goes I didn't kill those people it's kind of like to all the haters of Man of Steel I didn't kill those people that's not my fault that's kind of what I got out of it there when they shouldn't have been there and then they talk about like the ultimate like this has been the issue between Clark and Lois for years like I don't think you can love me the way that you want to love me like you know if I take you away for like 20 minutes as we get like a crepe and some coffee like, there could be mass burning buildings. There right. could be earthquakes, you know. I'm committing friggin' genocide because I took a lunch break. Because like. I wanted to get a crepe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Clark would love some crepes. They're really, yeah. Just, ah. Oh, like a... Like I want a, a crepe. Like now. a formage crepe. Mm-hmm. Jeez, crepe man. Clark's getting it. <laughs> Look how ripped he is. I still think Ben Affleck's sexier. I still feel like Superman would have a problem in everyday life with like just destroying shit on accident. And now the sequence of Bruce coming down the elevator so, fits so much better. So much more sense. And it just it's the pace of it is much better. It's not going back and forth. I'm cu- I'm curious why they decided to move this. Around, I wonder if this was in the original script or, or what. It's very. I'm very curious as how this this that that editing process came to be. I love Alfred fixing the 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 voice modulator. Just want Alfred to be like, say my name. (laughs) That'd be awesome. I'm the one who knocks. God damn right. I watched Die Hard with a Vengeance the other day. He's still good in that movie. I'm so glad I finally... I was like, you know, Batman v Superman could be like total horseshit. But as long as Jeremy Irons is really good as Alfred, I don't care. He was really good as Alfred. Yeah, and he then was, he went and shit-talked the movie. He did. But like, he had, like... I'm, he, I'm sure he didn't see this version of it. It's Jeremy Irons. I mean, he's been in like great, great movies. I mean, well, the Lion King. <laughs> that bastard killed Mufasa. And he tried to kill John McClane. What a bastard. I love this. I love this back and forth between Bruce and Alfred. The like, dialogue me, this is, this is, is so good in this movie. Mm-hmm, the, this is like animated series version of the dialogue. Where he's like, you know what? I never burn down a forest. <laughs> I don't go on potential murder sprees. Just burning down forests for no reason, causing mass deforestation, destroying the planet's 
ecological. Alfred destroys the environment. <laughs> what do you, what do you like about this dichotomy between Bruce and Alfred? Tom, do you like this version? Um, do you want to see I more it, developed? No, I think I said it on uh, the BOF crossover we did. I just I really like the uh, the more of the like father son feel between. Bruce and Alfred in this movie like there's a part where like Alfred's like hoping for kids like grandchildren pretty much and like just the way that they interact like that just takes it home for me and this sequence was filmed in Pontiac as well um here's another little extended sequence where Lex is putting on his suit jacket just little moments like this just add so much to this film I know, Kyle, you're not a big fan of this, but this could have been a lot worse. Could you just imagine getting just, like, the wrong... I still feel like Jesse Eisenberg did, like, a fucking A-plus job. I like it, too. I really do. I don't... I just... I don't know... I know Kyle just isn't, like, quirky. And that's the thing, though. Like, that's just... I just don't see Lex Luthor as, like, the quirky, nerdy villain. But to me, like, he kind of has to be. Like, he's putting up a front, too. Like, he can't be, like, complete... He can't be just a normal dude. He's the smartest guy in the room, and he knows he's the smartest guy in the room, but he has to be a businessman, too. And he's super, like, cynical and sadistic. Like, to me, like, like that's... How, like, to me, he's, the like, the Steve Jobs. The, like, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. Like, both those people are hated by people that they work with. But they're the smartest person in the room. That They know they're the smartest person in the room, and it turns people off. They're quirky. Especially Bill Gates. Bill Gates' handlers are the worst. Oh, I'm sure they are. They're just straight up a-hole D-faces. Have you ever dealt with... Do you have, like, personal experience with them? Or have you seen something? Uh, uh, The Nerdist podcast talked to Bill Gates, and they drifted off topic of what they were supposed to speak about for, like, a couple seconds. And one of his handlers in the back was like, yeah, but you really need to turn around and talk about because we don't have time to just talk about whatever here. Dang. That sounds about right. It was, yeah, like right on air and shit. It was pretty shitty. Sorry about that microphone bump. I really like it. I like this version. It's something, it's completely different. I'm, I'm used to seeing Gene Hackman or Kevin Smith just like, or Ke- Kevin Smith, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> um, That'd be the biggest friggin' Lex Luthor ever. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey, you know, let's let's move some land. Let's get some let's get some land going here. Let's get some land contracts going. It's different. It's interesting. It's intriguing. Like I, when I see Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, I'm like, what is he thinking? What he just seems like he's two or three steps ahead of everyone. That's what I like about it. It's like he knows what everybody's gonna do before it's done, and he knows the way he's gonna take care of his problems before anyone else knows there's a problem. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people criticize this sequence too with the slow mo, but I like the music here. What? Oh yes, yeah. Well, I was like, I, I heard it like, man, man, that just seemed just see, just like, look how focused he is. He's like, I have no clue what I'm walking into. I think he knows what he's walking into. I don't. How could you though? Like that's the first anything like that that's falling. I'm sure. Into. I'm sure he kn- like knew. Or he knows something. You know. Oh. What do you what do you think of this v- music of Lex Luthor? This Kyle, do you like it? Are you a fan of it? Not. I actually do like the, his theme song. It's probably one of the better 
songs from the soundtrack, in my opinion. That Wonder Woman music, though. Oh, my God. Was that Junkie XL? I think so. Yep. Pretty think, With the guitar riffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the chunky guitar. Yep. This Ooh. is the last superhero movie Hans Zimmer will ever score. Allegedly. He did say he's done, though. I'm sure. A lot I'm of sure he'll get say around. They're done doing shit, though. I'm sure he'll get around to it in five or six years. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if he anywhere. doesn't do super the Superman thing. Yeah. This was a great meme, though. This putting the Jolly Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Here's more. Here's another. Here's another uh, extended sequence where I call bullshit because he should have heated up the pan with his eye lasers. (laughs) (laughs) I was just gonna come on. Superman's so badass he cooks breakfast without a shirt on. But what if he was making sausage or something? What if he was so badass he cooked breakfast without a stove? Just used his eye lasers. He just sits there in the pan. He looks straight out from the comic. He does have that face. Oh, okay. I was like, what do we got going on here? I just do not like this character. I don't I don't need to see it. Like I don't need to, I, I don't need a character to give me the aftermath of the destruction of Metropolis. Like I don't need to sympathize. Like I know this sounds terrible, but I much rather would see have this sequence traded with something to do with Diana Prince. Totally. I mean, That's just my I understand personal preference. they had to like Set up the bombing that happens later, but I just I don't care. Right. Neither do I. The scene alone where Luther gives him the wheelchair is enough to yeah. set that whole entire issue up. That cat's just, gonna just destroy like, your comic. So you lost your legs during the Metropolis event, huh? Well, I'm here to help you with something. Well, here, do you oh, want to yeah. do something? Yeah. Maybe people would be like, "Oh yeah, that's that guy." Like, I didn't even make the connection that this guy was the same guy that lost his legs from the Metropolis scene earlier. I thought it was just some other guy with no legs. I don't know. I like how there's two of them, but they're like, we need backup. We need backup. There's a cripple up there. What'd you I'd... do with your microphone, Justin? Just fell off. <laughs> well, like, my dad, would be, my dad would be irritated about that scene. He was like, he'd be like, why would they need backup for a guy who's defacing public property? We need backup. <laughs> Spray painting stuff. We need the paddy wagon. There's already two cops there. <laughs> Deal with it. That's what he would say. <laughs> Do your hell and job. Like they just let him. They just let him like finish up defacing public property as well. Like, yeah, ba- they they waited ahead. for backup. Get the get the symbol we on there. We can't interrupt his get artistic creativity. Do you want us to proofread that? Like. But the, that that sequence was shot in Pontiac as well. But the, when, when I was talking about the Chrysler commercial, where they where they the Pontiac Studios is, like ten fifteen minutes away is the Chrysler headquarters. So I'm sure they just like, hey, where's the closest car dealer? Like car, big major car thing, and Chrysler's right Chrysler there. Chrysler building's like the biggest building in in that area. Tallest buildings in that downtown area. Yeah, right, right next to Pontiac. When so. you're coming down the expressway, it's the first building you like see in the. And horizon. I love this sequence too. They're going to Gotham. Two dudes are making out. That's awesome. Ow! I'm like, yes, progressiveness, progressivism. Woohoo! 
I'm down with that. You wouldn't see that in a Marvel movie. <laughs> Damn it, Disney. Now we're in Gotham City. I thought, like, never mind. You thought what? Nothing. It was a really not tasteful joke. It's and, like, we're seeing Clark doing some investigative work. It makes me so happy to see Clark actually doing his job. Well, how did he just <laughs> got the job? He's like, hey, I'm looking for a job. But you're hired. Here's a great paying Let's gig. Let's see. No. Clark Kent, no background information. Did he go to college for that? No education. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> but I like it that... I. I like it that uh, this sequence is kind of, uh, they're talking about a lot of stuff here. They're giving a lot of exposition. makes a lot more sense. This black guy's awesome. He could do, he just totally ruined a lottery ticket, but all right. Did that whisper thing take place in the? Yeah. Did it? Like, I remember when I only people, got to see it once. So. People were talking about. This sequence, like, it was the best thing ever. Like, I remember, oh, my God, Bruce Wayne's doing some UFC stuff. I was like, is he fighting UFC? I remember in people a like, fight club. holy shit, was that black guy Lucius Fox's son? Lucius like, Fox Jr.? Lucius Fox Jr.? I'm like, no. It's not him. Word's really getting around if Bruce Wayne knows about Fight Club, and that means you're breaking the first two rules of Fight Club. <laughs> first two rules. <laughs> guys are a bunch of assholes. I would love to, uh, their scene at the very end. Which would have kind of mirrored that sequence of Bruce. Bruce just takes off his mask. He's like, let's go to KG Beast. <laughs> <laughs> let's just do this. I already cloned your phone. I'm going to kick your ass. Flight club style. What do you, I know we talked about this version of Bruce Wayne from Ben Affleck on previous podcasts, but now that we're watching it, do you guys still enjoy this version of it do would you would you have him do change anything else no i'm good i think it's so much better than the original cut that i'm just like don't change anything just leave it alone leave it, i'll forget the it. i'll forget the theatrical version happened and it, it pretty, i'll be happy this version pretty much makes me not even want i want them to burn the i, I was gonna i was doing a youtube video last week about it but i got super sick so i just never got around to editing it i said just burn the theatrical cut like burn all the prints of it act like it never happened yeah that's the way to do this imagine adults imagine they release it and they're like it's the gold edition <laughs> no burn it platinum never happened it's a gold edition because it's not worth shit anymore. But like him going to investigate the stuff in Gotham City and then the following sequence of him talking with, with Perry about, you know, the Batman is targeting the tenement properties. I was like, okay, that makes even more sense too. Yeah. Imagine that. There's just so much more context in this movie. Are you enjoying the like? This is the first time you've seen this. Are you enjoying this a lot more than the? I'm enjoying this a lot more than the theatrical version. Yeah, the this part which was the slow part of the theatrical, it just feels better to me right now. Which is this part right? Like here? the whole first half of the movie. And you're getting you're you're actually getting to care about these characters a lot more. Yeah, we're forty minutes into the movie, and it's not like what the fuck is going on. There was a like, moment when I watched the fan event. I'm like, do I like this? It was like right around here. I was like, do I like this? I'm really liking Bruce. I remember you telling me that. You told us that because you've seen it before us, obviously. And you were like, there was a couple points where I literally asked if I liked this to myself. Like, I had to like stop watching the movies. Like, do I like what I'm seeing? And the last time I did that, what was the movie? And it was Star Wars. I was like, do I like this? 
am I enjoying this? Or is this just like a new hope? You <laughs> <laughs> get the same Granny Peach tea. Well, this here. sequence is a little bit more too, where he's like, you want some of this. So. Well, I think the bourbon thing happened in the theatrical. No, the, that bur- the, he made he just made, literally like twenty seconds more. We's talking about. Gotcha. He's like, you want some bourbon? It's this and that. Yeah. And then he then the the stuff that we saw in the theatrical version. Okay. And then like that sequence where he's talking about keeping everything the same, it's a little bit. So. Yeah, it's uh, that's just eccentric stuff. Like, just. Some people. I mean, I like we talked about this before the we started recording, but I would have loved to have seen him as Edward Nigma. I think he would have been an excellent Riddler. Yeah, you I agree with that. that. He kind of looks like Edward Nigma at one point, like the Jim Carrey version. But it doesn't matter. Like, I I really like his Lex Luthor. I'm excited to see him break out in Suicide Squad. Because that's the rumor that he breaks out in Suicide Squad. He breaks out of Arkham. Has he? Has Jesse Eisenberg been seen on set, or is, this, is it just gonna be like Lex Luthor broke out of well, Arkham? You today. remember there was some extra scenes being filmed a few months ago. True. So I'm sure they. Bu- I'm sure there was the I sequence. Mean, I thought that was just gonna be for some more Lois Lane scenes. <laughs> in Suicide Squad. Yeah, because never <laughs> have too much Lois Lane. She's the main character now, Justin. <laughs> She's more important than Superman. I mean, the Flash said Lois is the key. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, Lois is the key. You're right. It's the key to the DCEU. That's weird. <laughs> Lois Lane's going to be in every film from now on. She is the Robert Downey Jr. of this series. Yes. I think I think Ben Affleck is. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Now that you guys are enjoying this. Nope. I'm going to start drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> now that you guys are enjoying this version of it, do you think that Warner Brothers and everything that kind of like happened right after all the negative talk, people were losing their jobs, people were being reshuffled, do you think that should have happened? If they knew that this version of the film I existed? Think, I think this version of the film exists because that happened. Explain. Continue on. That's an interesting thought. I think that when all that went down, and like you said, people were losing their jobs and people were being like just placed wherever the executives felt necessary as like a repercussion of what had happened from BBS. I think this is the cut that we got out of it. But they but they said before, like a few weeks before. uh, BBS came out that uh, the execs told him to cut it. Yeah, and that. There were Zack Snyder said there's 30 minutes in the movie that I was told to cut out of the film. Okay, that's fair. But do you think all that, all those people losing their do jobs, do you think it was like reshuffling should have happened now, or do you think they should have just stayed the course? I mean, it was. I don't. It's hard to say. Then if it depends on who's. Pulling the strings. Who was the, the one that was? Yeah, who are the people that were in charge of saying we need to cut this shit? And now man. an extra sequence with Bruce uh, taking some pills. Now, do you think he's taking like, like he's taking baby aspirins, thin his blood out a little bit, and reduce? You, well, heart I was thinking, do you think he's do you it's think cocaine. he's doing that, or do you think he's it's pain medication? Do you think it's like depress antidepressants? Could just be Tylenol. 
It could be. Why would he have a Tylenol in a prescription bottle, though? He's older, too, man. It could be anything. It could be. I mean, he's not like 100 years old. He's not like 70 years old, but I mean, he's older. And that's true, too. It could too. be anything. It could be. It could be. This sequence was filmed. Medicine. I'm pretty sure this sequence. Well, uh, all these sequences right here were filmed right next to you, Kyle. Yep, that's my backyard right there. Kyle's out nude sunbathing. <laughs> If you look real closely, real close, like all the way to, and then you'll realize why we call him Big Steak. (laughs) Exactly, I can see it all the way from here. (laughs) And like here, we're getting to see, we're getting to see Bruce be a detective, which I've always wanted to see. We only got like hints of it in every previous iteration. But are they talking business with some random chick in the bed? I'm sure she left. I'm sure at this point she left. Yeah, and like this sequence makes even sense too. Like Bruce Wayne gets invited, and then they then they invite Clark. Remember, I had a question. I was like, how did how did Clark and all these people get invited? And then like they're they're like, well, Clark, you're invited. I'm so yeah. upset. They just cut straight to the soup. I am too. Like I was hoping that they would fix up this sequence. I was hoping Master for Master flash- Bruce. You don't need the suit. Two seconds later. There's my suit. I need the suit. <laughs> I was hoping that they like this sequence would have been. Give me five minutes of like Jason Todd getting his. We ass need kicked. more context of these that that suit. That's the one we want to see. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lady Boner. <laughs> <laughs> that sequence where he's working out, like his veins are popping out of his chest. Yeah. Then they put that giant guy in a tiny car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is what, that was filmed in. I'm just like imagining a scene where it's like Mr. Incredible riding his little car. He's just, yeah. <laughs> he's like popping out of like, the vehicle. They're like, damn it. We got to send this to the custom shop to get the freaking roof raised on it. But yeah, like this it makes a lot more sense. I like the scene where he's where uh, Perry White's talking about like, yeah, you got invited to this thing with by Lex Luthor, but some nerds, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember exactly yeah, what they said. Like before, because you're just like, Oh, Clark Kent's here. I guess he was the one randomly selected to be the Daily Planet's guy covering this. But event. then you're like, why is Wonder Woman here too? She's randomly d- decided to come here. I'm sure there's like somebody at the Daily Planet that has way more seniority that's like, damn, I'd really like to go party my ass off. And this sequence was shot at uh, MSU. Like, I was here with my buddy the night this stuff was going on. And me and him are trying our hardest to sneak on the set. Nope, not happening. So if you look real carefully, back when they were still outside, there's a scene where Justin's up on the roof. Where's this? Where's this at? At MSU? Like this is uh, like this is the huge museum that's right downtown. Oh, for real? Yeah, right now. Like the really nice museum. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't been in it, but I know exactly where you're. Yeah. Like we we tried our hardest. It was like they had like a fence. Yeah. Then they had they security. had like an outer fence. They had like security like in was, between a fence. Yeah, there was and a then fence there was another the fence. fence. Right, so it was like a security guard sandwich between fences. Yep. And so we tried to we tr- what we tried to do is we tried to go through campus. Should have threw a smoke bomb down like Batman. And did ran you through. did you try going through the sewers? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like Ninja Turtles. You fucked up. Yeah. We should have ordered pizza. Went through the sewer. I still don't like how he just kind of walks through the house and everyone looks at him and they're like, "Yeah, fuck it." 
fucking Bruce Wayne. Don't tell him what to do. But I guess do. it's like the old classic. As long as you look like you know what you're doing, people right. don't really question you. Act I mean, like you. He doesn't look act like, like you own the place. Yeah, act like you belong. And Especially the part where he's like, I was looking for the bathroom. There's a uh, bathroom over here, right? I mean, who... <laughs> I like those shoes. Who walks I cracked up. Love those I, shoes. You're yeah. like, I'm going to walk into this room full of computers. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> Damn. Kyle, if Fuck there me. was a room full of computers, your ass would be in there. Uh, if there wasn't the bathroom. <laughs> and then she just leaves, like, alright, we'll just leave this room full of computers, please. She's like, there's always See that ya. one guest at every party that does this shit. <laughs> I love this is like maybe you should lock the fucking door. <laughs> and like this sequence was baffling to me too, where he's like, and it's paradoxical. I was like, what the hell is But that's how folks. He does pour. Senator Debbie Stabenow from Michigan. Is it? Yeah. Would you look at her? Would you just look at it? Just look at it. There's your paradoxical. I didn't like that. Thank you for coming. It's like, where's my granny's peach tea? Could have just eyes le- eye lasered him right there. <laughs> Credits. That'd have been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what? Directed by Zack Snyder. He just puts his hands up, goes, nothing. What? Gonna fight <laughs> me? <laughs> that wasn't me. He's the fastest man on the planet. No, the flashes. <laughs> okay, well. Someone says that and the flashes shows up. It's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do I own this one? My position is I like books. I love that. I like, like, my favorite I like line long is like, walks on the beach. Pretty girl, bad habit. Don't quote me. I'm like, yeah. yes. This is this is probably my favorite Ben Affleck movie. Like his, that, that's he, some high praise right there. Like, I love him in the town. I love him in Argo. But he was Gone a bomb be- in Phantoms, yo. <laughs> uh, Gone Girl. <laughs> like Gone Girl, like Argo, Girl. the town. One of those Kevin Smith movies. He's really good in uh, Chasing Amy. Chasing, yeah. yeah. Definitely awesome in Chasing Amy. But, like, this is just, like, suited for him. He's awesome in Mallrats, too. Yeah, the he's dick really, guy. yeah, he's really good in Mallrats. Who wants to... Fuck girls in uncomfortable places like the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> Gets the better of them in the end. I still love this scene. Like We saw this like 50 times in the trailer. I know, and we speculated about it so much and had a blast doing it, and it was pretty much exactly what we said it was. Just I mean, like, they showed pretty much the everybody entire thing. Knew, yeah, but everybody knew who everybody is. They and did like, show most just, of the party, didn't they? A lot of it. It's because everybody looks so damn good. I love it, like, Clark finally realizes, like, Bruce Wayne is Batman? Shit. Shit. <laughs> but why is he going after him? Like, I don't get it. Like, Mr. Wayne, can I get an interview real quick? Hey, stop. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, you shouldn't go into that room full of computers, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> There's no bathroom in there. It's, it's not. <laughs> but yes, Kyle, you're right about the Day of the Dead. Yeah, we talked about this. I was like, "What? I don't know. I don't know. But Day of the Dead, Justin, you idiot. It's like, dang it. <laughs> Fucking morons. <laughs> Can't you see? <laughs> We're just ignorant. I love it how Wonder Woman just screws with Bruce's she day. She gets that, like, 
that sexy ha ha look. Like, I'd like to think Bruce Wayne looks at her and says, "Maybe she knows what the bathroom is." <laughs> <laughs> I just took. A, she goes, "Yeah, I just took a grumpy to the left." <laughs> I wouldn't use that one, sir. <laughs> out the order. <laughs> Nasty Alfred, business. Alfred's I wish Superman would have ran to a telephone booth. Here's another Chrysler. Oh, that would have been a good throwback, Tom. That would have been a great throwback. But why would Lex Luthor have a telephone booth right outside his mansion? He likes antiques. I I really like this. The sequence, too, was beefed up a little bit as well. It was? There's like a few little attitudes. It's just more like when they're interviewing like Neil uh, deGrasse. Oh, yeah. There's just a few little moments. You're right. I did notice that was a little bit longer. Yeah. That's cool that he was in this, too. Yeah. I was like, if he's not in this movie... And he's in that first trailer. I'm gonna be so oh, yeah. mad. Yeah. I like this sequence as well because I'm pretty sure it was shot with the IMAX camera. I'm not sure where. The, I think this was shot in Chicago. It was clearly shot in Mexico. <laughs> Day of the Dead, you idiot. So, well, then we get to the the sequence of all the pundits talking about Superman, which is interesting. It's like a, like a it's like a scene out of uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, like the Dark Knight Returns and like the beginning of Watchmen. Well, I, the middle of Watchmen too, where that they had that pundit talking. You're just making me now realize I really need to watch Watchmen again. <laughs> Such a good movie. Yeah, it is a very good movie. Underrated. I love it that Charlie Rose is in this movie. There's so many like. Oh yeah, John Stewart's in this version of the movie too. John Stewart. Yeah, he is. I'm like, right. what the hell. Glenn Woodburn from Man of Steel. Because it's just interesting montage of things. Like, because it's just trying to show, like, he actually does save people. So. No, what are you talking about? He doesn't save anyone. He never smiles either. Neil DeGrasse. Hey, that's that smart guy. <laughs> Such a, I, I'd love to get him on the podcast just to I just don't know what I would talk to him about because he's just the smartest guy in the world. <laughs> he's, got, he's got Star Talk, which is his podcast. Love to talk. To it's him. awesome. It's whatever really he's listen. on Joe Rogan experience. I listen to all it. the time. Yeah, it's awesome. I feel like I'd listen to it and feel dumb about myself. He's really good on the Nerdist podcast too. I don't listen to Nerdist anymore. I'm all about the Joe Rogan experience right now. I have like phases, but I go through phases of podcasts. Oh yeah, I do too. So right now it's Joe Rogan. I thought about doing a podcast just like Joe Rogan's talking about. I, I really, I'm really into like history and politics and conspiracy theories. I'm not a conspiracy theorist whatsoever, but it's like 9/11 was an inside Justin job. Justin thinks Bigfoot's real. And I like the sequence coming up too, where JFK was the setup. <laughs> he talks about that a lot in his recent podcast. Yeah, he does, does he really? Yeah. I like the sequence coming up where he, where Clark calls his mom middle of the night. Right, like why wasn't at least this scene kept in the in the, the theatrical cut? Like this is such a moving moment. It's like for a movie where motherhood is like a big theme near the end. We're gonna cut out some of the setup for that early on in the movie. Right. You're not gonna put the mother like the real motherhood act <laughs> in the film. Like wake up in the middle of the night and it's totally gonna talk to her son. It's kind of weird, and it's it's not just about motherhood too. He's ta- he's he's talking about. I feel like Superman wouldn't use the phone though. I think he'd just like fly there really quick and be like, "Yo, mom, get up." 
I mean, that'd be interesting too. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing that, but just, uh, I don't know, like him talking about, you know, why didn't Pa leave the farm? Like, what was, why didn't he ever want to leave Kansas and everything? And just, and it sets up that, it sets up that other sequence too, where he's having that vision. And there's Gina Malone, yeah, who is not here we go. Batgirl. I guess she's not. She's some forensics, even though she looks exactly like. I mean, the movie version of Batgirl. You can still Oracle. put a spin on that where she is in a way. I mean, they did kill Jimmy Olsen, so why can't they do this? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> but she, like her, her character, like you, you I, ugh, I don't like. I don't know. Like she doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And like this, this thing got brought like makes more sense too. Where he's like investigating the bat branding as well. And then when wasn't he that, gets the wasn't that in a theatrical? Cut? No, no. They not get even the they get the he gets the, like the paper shreddings of like the, the them talking about the bat branding. Is like he's like jury executioner or judge jury executioner. And like this sequence is much more too. Like I'm like, why did they cut this sequence out? It just talks more about that stuff. More context of why the bat branding is such a bad thing. Because then all those people who hated, oh, he brands these people, so he's a murderer because of it. No, not really. Like, this is Lex Luthor doing it. Professor Xavier. <laughs> dun dun dun. Uh oh, curse word. I just realized how great it would have been if they had, like, Lex Luthor with, like, a bald cap on. <laughs> he just takes it off. <laughs> so he looks like he has no hair. And he turns around and he's like, <laughs> I'm Professor Luthor. Like, oh, okay. But, like, this sequence is, bro- is beefed up, too, where he talks about, like, I lost everything. His family, yeah, everything. I lost my legs. Like they didn't need to my family, have that. My legs, my dignity, and my legs. I think he says that. He does say his dignity. And like here we like another extended sequence with KG Beast. It's like you mean he was actually like a main character, not just a side thing. Yeah. Whoa. Like, he's manipulating things. Amazing. Like, it just, it makes it, like, it's really, it really shows that Luthor is a puppet master. We could have got Kimbo Slice in that role. Yeah. That would have been interesting. And, like, that helped with the pacing of this sequence, too. Woman, you're in the men's bathroom. I like... I, I, don't, I don't know his name, but I like him in everything that he's in. Like, he's really good in The Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. I can't think of his name. Isn't he the Allstate guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's Serrano from uh, Major, Major League. Uh. 
the Allstate guy. <laughs> he's just there. He's like, would you like to buy some insurance, Lois? We have accident forgiveness. Forgive Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive all your brothers. This is still f- hilarious to me. I don't know why. It's like getting yelled at by your teacher. <laughs> what did you do, I looked Clark? at your work. You're not working. <laughs> I like it, too, when he's like, he's like, you click your, he, he cl- I bet he just clicks, he clicks the seals. seals. It goes back to Kansas, yeah. It's like, what you working on? Got a, got an ETA on that, that article? <laughs> <laughs> he just becomes stewy. <laughs> can you, uh, article? can you, can you get it done by the end of the day? <laughs> Have it on my desk? He walks up, he's like, Clark, 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 <laughs> Superman, Clark, Superman, Kent, 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 John Stewart. Dang, dang. Just like all these crazy, huge mega stars are in like these serious roles in this film that actually make sense. And, like, this sequence makes much more sense, too. This is an issue for me. I was like, why? What? All of a sudden, they're just here? Like, this is an extended version, extended sequence here. I'm trying to think where they shot this. I can't remember. I think this is part of MSU, too, but I can't. Like I said, I can't recall. Diana Prince gets around. Is This, this is the second sequence that she's in, right? Yes. That dress, though. Yeah. She doesn't drink. She set her drink down. But, okay, so when I saw this one, I was like, is that the gold things around her arms? Are those, like, the her bracelets that she's tr- trying to hide just in case something goes down? I don't think so. Maybe. That was a sort of Gryffindor. <laughs> hey, baby, want to hear a history lesson? <laughs> There's this real mean wizard. <laughs> I read it in a book one time. <laughs> What's the book called? It's totally nonfiction. Harry Potter. <laughs> in the that, Chamber wait, of Secrets. Are you mean to say that never happened? It's Harry Potter, dude. <laughs> I thought I knew history. <laughs> and like they have good chemistry too in the sequence. I really like I really like this. Man, your cat's going crazy right now, Tom. Cat life. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Whoops. What do you think about him having like a little gray by the ears? It's fine. Or with temples. Me. Sophisticated. I like old Batman. <laughs> oh, you do. That's how you give Tom a BB. Yeah. Just put a little gray. Bulk him up a little bit. Have him beat the shit out of criminals. But like this version. I don't search for MILF porn. I search for BILF porn. <laughs> <laughs> Billionaires, I'd like to. <laughs> I was going for bats, but yeah. Billionaires, I'd like to. Is is Luther's going to be on that list then too, isn't he? You know, you got to have... You can't be picky when you're choosing that stuff. You'll Not just, a lot of billionaires. search all day. And he's still wondering to this day if she knows where the bathroom is. <laughs> 
They should have had a. They should have had an action sequence before that, though. Because there's not a lot of action in this movie. Up no, in... not the first like three quarters of it. Why, why would you expect a movie called Batman v Superman to have fighting in it? <laughs> that seems kind of crazy to me. Okay, and Do now, you... now okay. the weird sequence. I'm out. <laughs> You this is look- like I I didn't learn till later after this that this is Wayne Manor in the background. So my guess is like that's my, Wayne Manor back there. Yeah. My my theory on this is so this that's is going to be, be Gotham that he's looking at right, right now. My theory on this sequence that I, I that YouTube video I have like this entire thing like this is like the main plot line for the Flash movie where the Flash has to get to the sequence. Where he like this is like playing in the background like here this is a subplot so of the Flash think, movie. So you think like the Man of Steel ending was in the beginning of this movie? You think this could be in the Flash movie? Yeah, to keep it like the tied in universe. That's awesome. That I would think be like, really interesting. Keep going. I'd be interested. I think that like like the entire plot of Flash is remember that sequence where he has to go like we're gonna see it here soon. But here's an extended sequence here with Bruce. I, yep. But could that be Gordon's uh? Like a trench, trench coat, maybe that'd be interesting. Like he wears it as a like a memorial. He's to got him. like the Joker card on his gun. That looks coat. like Gordon's. If that's the jacket J.K. Simmons wears, then I'm down. I'm totally down for that. That would be awesome. Well, okay, so back to my Flash fan theory. Like I, t- I talked about it for like 10, 15 minutes on you gotta get YouTube that up. page. Um, and he has a weird voice right here too, which is awesome. My voice modulator broke. And this and this uh this sequence is uh extended as well. Briefly, there's a few punch-up scenes here, but the sequence where he, Flash is like warning Bruce, he's like, you know, Lois is the key. My theory, like with that, that's the entire plot line of that Flash movie. Like he has to get to that moment in the film. Like that's the end of the film. Like his entire motivation, Flash's entire motivation is to get to that ex- that moment where. He's telling, warning Bruce, like, you have to go do this because without that moment, n- everything else goes to shit. And, like, that's a way you can bring Batman into it. You can, you can have these sequences, like, this oh, a sequence like this more extended where Batman is in the desert and everything in a post-apocalyptic world. Well, you just gave Warner Brothers a way to put Batman in a Flash movie, so they're down for it, of course. Make oh. checks payable to Shanley and I, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, wouldn't that make sense? And wouldn't that be exciting? Because then, then this sequence makes a lot more sense. Right. And, like, you, you have an awesome plot. Like, God, The Flash is, is so awesome. I believe I read somewhere that this is all one, like, one take. Oh, that I could totally see. I mean, there's no break in the camera work so did you yeah. see that how many times batman kills oh yeah and like they awesome. they have like it's at 21 then the, he wakes up and it goes back to like 15 or 13 or whatever yeah <laughs> i love so. this neck break coming up here parademons what are those bug things man bugs i couldn't we couldn't figure out what that was it's in like, that trailer we're ignorant we're stupid the snack break but there was weird. no boom tube Snap. so right you didn't see a any kind of portal Oh, you can kind of see one when the when he's first overlooking the Omega symbol. There's like pillars coming out of the sky in the background. Oh shit! And, but the the other like the, to continue off that plot line, like Superman is like the villain, like he's under Darkseid's role, and like that's why he has to go warrant Bruce. That would be interesting. I could dig that. 
I mean, he, he man, go- if that happens, it would just tie everything together. They have to now. So we'll let them have that idea. Let's just let them still, have that one. Hopefully, like, but it still doesn't really excuse the fact that they threw a plot line out there and doesn't resolve it all in the movie. Like this part. Well, so like what happens right after when Flash shows up? It's like, in the context of this movie, what does that mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, it would make a lot of sense if that's what happened. I mean, maybe that happens in Justice League, but maybe. My, but that would make a lot more sense for the Flash. Like that's why Superman's kind of like the villain right here. I hate like this. Like when I saw this, I was like ow! Now we see the Flash. Now that you're watching this, doesn't that make more sense to you guys? Like, you're seeing it, like, man, that'd be really cool. It still doesn't excuse it. Hmm. So interesting. I like the suit, too, because isn't that flash a Flashpoint suit? I can't remember what suit that is. It's some armored suit. Looks kind of like a something he'd wear in a Justice timeline. I think there's yeah like, yeah there you go. There's like the suit that helps from him like falling apart when he's traveling time, because like he gets going so fast that it actually like pulls him apart. And now that sequence, the sequences before the bad branding, now makes more sense with this right here. What he gets. So him just leaving. Instead of doing his doing his work, like makes more sense. It's like, oh shit! An anonymous tip. Gotta They're go look into this. Detectives at the same time. I didn't notice that too. You just said that. No. No. The white Portuguese. So it's not a man? No, it's a ship. I thought it was a hooker. Nice job, detective. I thought it was a hooker. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That's still out there. My bad. (laughs) I like the dialogue, like Mozart to the harpsichord. Just like stuff like that. I like that area of the Batcave a lot, too. Did you got you notice that the they have the like schematics of the Batmobile on the yeah, background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a shirt somewhere that it's like that. I, I really? bought it the other day. Can't find it. <laughs> Swear. Flash. It's a red. It has the schematics of the Underpants Batmobile. Pants gnomes turned into. I'm not even lying. Gnomes. I swear, I just bought it. Can't find it. I have no idea where. Are it you went. sure you weren't dreaming or something? No, 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 I bought it. He's just like I really wish I had a shirt of the Batman Batmobile schematics. I love the sequence. You see just the vitriol in Bruce. And it's, and it's giving the reason why Batman hates Superman at this point. That was one of my concerns before the movie came out, before we had seen it, remember? But then they show this in like the tra- one of the trailers or TV yeah, spots. and I was very worried that that was how Ben Affleck was going to play the Bruce Wayne character, like way crazy serious like that. But he proved me wrong, and it was just the scene where he got like really passionate. Like that. The 20 years in Gotham statement still 
could be seen as some awesome foreshadowing for... Or that could be like a flashback movie. Or, yeah. But still, like it could be something that we... I mean, we all hope to see like a Jason Todd story or something like that in the future. I think them doing Red Hood would just be a way... It would be a win-win. Everyone wants to see that. You can have the Joker in it, but Joker doesn't have to be a big, a big threat. Like, he can be in the movie, but the main storyline... I didn't like. I still don't know. I'd be cool with a Jared Leto style Joker in that too. I'm like looking forward to Suicide Squad. Yeah. And like this sequence makes more sense too because right. Remember they like all of a sudden it's like why does Superman just show up? But now it makes sense. Okay, like the only way to stop Batman is with a fist. Because she thinks that Batman killed her husband or her lover or whatever. Right. I'm just glad that they, because they played up when they, when uh, Snyder and all them went to Comic-Con, they played up the fact that, you know, Metropolis and Gotham were next to each other and they were doing all this stuff back and forth, but it wasn't really in the movie a lot. But this Ultimate Cut really put that, I like the fact that Clark goes to Gotham to investigate this Batman character. I mean, I do have issues that Batman has been around for 20 years and Clark is just figuring out who this character is. Yeah, especially and like a right two, next door to each other. Especially like especially since like he's been in Metropolis for almost 2 years. This sequence is kind of beefed up a little bit as well. Not much, but it is. I'm glad There's, you know that. <laughs> I was honestly, I only seen it once in the theater, so I was kind of honestly having a hard time figuring out what was what was new footage. and Still has no dialogue. Still don't know who he is. But you know what's important? Because he's there. That's I stupid. got this rock. His face says it all. He reminds me of someone. I just don't know who he is. Then I love this sequence the bat with Batman, the music, Junkie XL, and you see Batman just purged. On top of like that crane, he's got the Dark Knight Returns gun. I still don't understand why he like risks destroying the Kryptonite when he just wants to track it. Right? But can you destroy Kryptonite? True. I don't think you can. I mean, like, you can like you can modify. Yeah, like, he has it. to use that giant like particle laser in the Batcave to even cut on it. So I'm sure like it's but fine. He, does he know that right now? All right. True. It, like sure, I guess you could say, "Oh, he already knows about kryptonite now." But I'm like, another how? sequence, another Chrysler commercial. I see the new Dodge Durango. I see a nice Challenger. Do you want a job at Dodge? I already applied. I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't hear anything back. Already done. Send the soundbite as your resume. What kind of Dodge is that, Justin? <laughs> is this the first? It's a- I love and I love another thing that I love about how Larry Fong set up the camera in the Batmobile. It's a different Different angle that we've ever seen. This sequence is a little bit more too, if I remember correctly. I honestly couldn't tell you. There's just a, like it's just a few more punch ups here and there, a few more little action beats. Was this in Detroit? Yeah, this was shot in Detroit. 
I remember the night they were shooting this, and I sent you, oh my god, you we need to listen. We were talking about trying you, to get down there. You need to listen to the new Batmobile. It's so awesome. Still not impressed with the new Batmobile. You still don't like it? I still just don't care for it. You more a Tumblr guy? No, I don't like the Tumblr either. I don't like that style of this Batmobile. It's basically a slimmed version yeah, of the it's Tumblr. The same thing it's like the Tumblr, Tumblr meets Tim Burton. Like if the fucking motorcycle popped out of it, it would be the Tumblr. It'd just be like version 7.0 or something. I like my Batmobiles to be like a, sleek like a car. Sexy. Yeah, like a car. I don't know why. It's just I just like them to... I don't know. You can have gadgets in the car, but th- that's still right. pretty much a tank. It doesn't have to be a... Yeah, exactly. I think this Batmobile An urban on. assault vehicle like that, like... Like, couldn't you just have a souped-up Dodge Charger with some guns and armor on it? Hell yeah, more I hope not. I don't. I prefer the Challenger. Okay, well that'll work too. <laughs> pick it, pick it. Either or. Scott, give me that kryptonite. Even if I have to kill a bunch of people. Why is there always, no matter what movie there is, there's always something... A truck gets... pulling into an alley like a complete jackass. Gotta love cliches. <laughs> I, this Batman movie can just run into Go buildings. Brick, ball, yeah, brick walls. Uh, brick walls can just jump out of boats. Slide under other cars, flip them over. But can you download it? <laughs> you cannot download a car. <laughs> Inside joke. I'm not liking the CGI in this movie either. I'm sorry. I was a complaint. There's not too much of it that's good. Considering the lie. budget, it could be better. I'm like, did they not watch Star Wars? <laughs> did they not see how amazing? Like, when I'm watching Star Wars, I said, okay, I see $200 million on the big screen. This one, I'm seeing, like, 90. <laughs> yeah, like... The rest they, went to the names. It's like, how much of the budget was actually on the CGI? Or, like, did they use CGI technology from five years ago? They forgot. They're like, oh, shit, we might need that in the film. Damn. Yeah, this was all shot downtown Detroit. All the abandoned yeah. warehouses and stuff. Yep. Although it just, like, bounces off. Just ding. Sucks up. He just gasses it. No, he tries to th- apply the brake, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't know what the pedals look like in the... the Bat killer mobile. <laughs> the bat murder machine. <laughs> the bat murder machine. He looks so good in the suit, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I literally, the hair on my arms, like, raised when I seen this in the theater. This, like, standing eye to eye. You still got pissed off when I made that joke. That oh, my God. Joke. I know. I wish we could say it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's him! It was Shut almost, up! It was almost as good as Poop Boom. <laughs> Hashtag Poop Boom. <laughs> it's the little hints that count. The do you bleed line. It didn't have a like that effect that it did when I saw this movie. Like It did when I saw it in like the teaser. Right. It no, just it I don't know what it was. They don't have as much of the epic music there. Yeah, and this it's like they didn't shot even... right down the road from you, Kyle, for sure. I know that for a fact. Hey, could you see me right there? I'm, I'm that's where I'm he's got his dick in the out. dark. Yeah, <laughs> that's where he got, got his dick out. <laughs> Kyle's skin so fairy. I love it. It's like I'm, it's like I'm watching. Uh, I'm about to the play, animated series, uh, or I'm about to play the Arkham games. Yeah, gonna need a tune up, Alfred. <laughs> Have this fixed before I. Before I get done with dinner. And I hope you made me dinner. 
You know, Alfred just like shakes his head in disbelief every time the Batmobile comes back destroyed. He's like, God damn it. I gotta fix this again. I just tuned it up. I put a new transmission in. Put some new brakes on. What we need to do is just hire some we kid that with mechanic yeah. experience to be the new Robin. Like Iron Man 3? No. <laughs> we, do, we do not talk about that. <laughs> we do not. That movie does not exist. We do not talk about the 3. <laughs> That's what he did in Iron Man 3, remember? I tried to think of that movie. <laughs> you need one of those men in black, little, little flashy <laughs> things just to forget about it's that. It's like there's Amazing some, Spider-Man 2, Iron there's Man 3. some movies I would hit the button once. <laughs> <laughs> and there are some where I would do it like 20 times or more. <laughs> Iron Man 3 is one of those movies. Iron Man 2 is that for me. Iron Man 3 is way worse than 2. Really? Way yeah, worse than 2. I agree. Did you finally see Iron Man 3? Yeah. Tell me, isn't it like the most painful yeah, I, two hours of movies Honestly, I ever? cleaned the house while I was watching it, so I didn't <laughs> even really watch all of it. Tom does not like to do chores. You're like, why is Robert Downey Jr. having these like why is overly he not in the acted... Suit? Panic attacks and like, why is he yeah. not able to keep his Iron Man suits in working condition? And why is it every time he's fighting his own technology? Why are the rules of the Iron Man suits suddenly changing from scene to scene? <laughs> why is he not even in an Iron Man suit? Why, why is Pepper Potts a better Iron Man than Tony? Why Stark? am I wasting my goddamn life watching this film? <laughs> well, I'm why is, do dishes? Why is the Mandarin not the Mandarin? <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I'm angry right now. I think we're about to, after the sequence, we're going to call this episode over with. Cliffhangers. Cliffhanger. I think there's a good spot to cut this here coming up, actually. Yeah, You're right. right after You're that right. scene. Yep. Oh my god, he's got a kryptonite boner! It's like the freaking briefcase in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> i it's got the soul. Maybe that's what that was, because you don't know what it is in that. <laughs> Pulp Fiction is just, it's got kryptonite. <laughs> that's why Samuel Jackson's pissed. Secret Tarantino DCU movie. He's a, he's a huge Superman fan. Oh, that's true. I forgot about. Remember, yeah, remember right. in uh, Kill Bill when you're he has that right. big monologue yeah. sequence about Superman. Could you imagine if he did a Superman movie? How angry people would be about the violence. <laughs> I would be so happy. He loves Superman Returns. He wrote like this big like article about it. Really? Yeah, he says it's like... I did not know that. He is a Superman Returns apologist. It's awesome. Let's get Tarantino in for a movie. I would love a Tarantino. So I'd love a Tarantino. I mean, like, he did good It'd with so Sin City, and, like, that was... I think he would make. I think he would try to make a PG-13. Do you? I think If, if I he think respects they'd offer the, him like, the source material enough, he would know that he needs to tone it down. There's well, some things you can't do. Yeah, like, I mean, like she walking, like getting back on the bus because she knows that they're there. Yeah, like it just adds more. It just shows the story. Like, yeah, after this courtroom sequence, we're gonna call it a night. We're gonna talk probably for like ten minutes after that, just to kind of like. So, what are we thought? What our thoughts on? Gonna help you decompress what's yeah. gone on. Well, she's this sequence right here is amazing too because she's like, "Look, I lied. Everything about that thing, I, I made up. I was paid to make up." Sorry, Cal, if I spoiled it for you. So angry right now. But like, then this sequence makes more sense too. Right? Like, yeah, I knew this went on, but and congratulations, you figured it out. But I'm not gonna help you with it. Right.
Classified information. I mean, I wonder if he had like a private server and sent a bunch of like classified emails. <laughs> From classified to classified. <laughs> yeah, that just happened today. Oh, it's cool. Your chair's made out of steel, obviously. I need to get around. Still with that O'Brien. For, I think she's from CNN, MSNBC. MSNBC, I believe. She's foxy. Need to see Bruce Wayne. Kind of working. <laughs> He's working. I got technically of a multi-billion dollar company. Why, did we, why, why is he not getting funded? Yeah, wait a minute. We're not giving him money? Otherwise, like, get him up here right this second. You're fired. I, you're, I think you're right about that, though. Like, I oddly feel like... I oddly accept Lois Lane more in this film. Oh, absolutely. With, with the ultimate cut. Like, like I, I got a lot of hate about the Lois Lane yes, thing. Yes, you did. You got an email of hate. From, like, a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you're... Like... <laughs> you were a total sea sucker for a minute. But that... I'm that, sorry. No, you're all good with that. Uh... Sure, her plotline really was kind of it was sketchy. It didn't need to be there, right? At least not in the. In but the, now, like yeah, everything, it's put acceptable. In, yeah, and I, like her, her thing. Like I gave this like this is like this whole sequence was my least favorite in this movie. But like the fact, like she finds out that Lex orchestrated everything. I'm like, okay, I can forgive Superman not saying anything when he gets called to Congress. But they go into, in this version, they say that the chair was lined with lead, so he couldn't see it. Yeah, 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 that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that whole, everything just so much tighter. Everything's put together so much more. I love how Bruce just puts his head and he's like, oh my God, I can't believe this. I don't, like, I need to be in D.C. I, I can't love be in the D.C. Mama Kent dropping the coffee pot and shit when it hits the fan, you know? Thanks, Mr. Bean. I love that line, too, because the first time I watched... You're going to be on the hot seat. Yeah, and I was like, oh, foreshadowing. But, but that goes back to my theory that he's two or three steps ahead of everything. Right. Well, yeah, definitely with the freaking the jar that's sitting at her seat. Yeah, but how did he get to do that? Like, who did he pay off? Everyone's on Lex Luthor's payroll. And then this sequence. Yeah, because she was in the movie for like maybe forty-five seconds. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, like her character a major out. role. Like this is a major role to the plot, at least. I mean, it's not like a major speaking like big character, but it's a major plot. There was nothing in the theatrical version to suggest that she was born or that she died. Exactly. Right. It's like, okay, that happened. Did that just change your life, Kyle? It did. I can sleep easy tonight. Good, man. I like the Skrillex-looking dude with no alien on the side of his face. <laughs> Aliens are so cool, man. I've been calling that guy out since we've seen him in the trailer. I'm like, what the fuck is Skrillex in this movie for? <laughs> 
Here's the final one. But like, I was hoping this would be like the Joker. There's Senator Leahy who was in Batman and Robin. Yep. And the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight, right? Yep. And Batman v Superman. Huge Batman fan. His library. I think. I think he's. Pennsylvania senator? I have to look back. But his library, like part of his library is devoted just like Batman comics. That's awesome. He puts us We should shame. try to talk to him. Yeah, okay. He's a senator. Yeah, senators do nice things. Yeah. He's I'll a... hit him up. <laughs> Speaking of which, what about Bader? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Don't bring that up on the show. They don't know who we're talking about. I mean... I mean, you just said his name. It could have been anything. <laughs> So, I hate that Superman says nothing. Like, why are you coming? He should have had at least one, one or a, little bit, or of he should have yeah. started to speak, talk about things. I feel like they could have let this hearing go on for a minute, a minute longer. You mean? Yeah, a minute longer. Like, I yeah, like just a little bit you, of banter I, between him and the senator. Like, I think if he would have said like your your honor or whatever, like you're looking at this all wrong or right. anything, yeah. Like people laughed at this sequence when they showed the peach tea. I'm like, you know, like something you don't bad's understand about to what's That's gonna like happen. Yeah, morbid shit right there. People are like giggling and going. I'm he, like, he, it's, I'm like, it's I'm urine. terrified. It's urine. Oh, and Mercy just gets destroyed because she's not an important character. Clearly, no, she's not know. needed in Lex Luthor's world. You might as well have had Jimmy Olsen there. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Are you saying you wish Jimmy Olsen was in this movie more? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she played that like surprisingly awesome, I think. Holly Hunter? Yeah. The voice of Mrs. Incredible? Yes. Elastigirl. Fucking Skrillex. Skrillex be like, not cool, Dark man. Turns. Not cool, man. Yeah, right after the sequence, we're going to call it way over half the movie. I love the the Hans Zimmer piano thing, though, right here. And, like, this pisses off Batman even more. He's like, I, why do things keep exploding? Why is this Superman guy just a, a walking detonator? We all thought that was going to be tied into the Joker. So, yeah, They cut the trailer to make it seem like it was alluding Very to something so. like that. Because it was like the Joker writing on the, the Robin suit ha, ha, and that. I'm a member of the press. I get to go and help people. What? Yeah, I just get to walk I'm in. an important character. Um, I'm sorry. I was at one point a member of the press, and they didn't give me access to anything like this. Hey, I'm, I bang I'm, Superman. I'm, I'm banging Superman. Let me talk to him. I like that he saved some people here, too. He just didn't, like, take off. Everyone knows Superman doesn't save people, Justin. He saves a cat from a tree. He's a heartless bastard that doesn't <laughs> smile. That's is, Superman. Is this his Dr. Manhattan moment, though? Where yeah. he's like, fuck it, I'm going to Mars. Damn it, Snyder. He does kind of go to Mars. Kind of. But not yet. Once he flies away, we're going to call this episode good. Good to go. He gives Why? that look to Lois. Why? Like, I'm peacing out. Is this not in the theatrical cut? 
Why? Because science. Just wait until like the death of Superman scene right after. And then we're going to call that. Look, he's flying Goodbye, away. Superman. That's a perfect way to end this episode. But before that, we're going to like just briefly talk about what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, so I'm going to start with Kyle. You're, this is your, your first viewing of this. Like Obviously, you haven't gotten through everything yet. but You already spoiled the movie for me? Yeah. Um, thoughts? It fixes a lot of the pacing and editing issues ahead of the movie. It doesn't really fix issues with some of the writing of certain characters, but like it's an improvement. I, w- I won't disagree with that. Um, so with that being said... After watching this, I'm never watching the theatrical cut again. Do you? Do, why? Uh, my question to you, like you're, you're an exec at the studio. Why do? Would you not put this version of the film out? I don't know how to answer that. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's good just, answer. What? What? Have, so far, what have you been able to take away from this? Other than, like, yeah, that fixes a lot of the pacing issues. Hashtag Snyder did nothing wrong. Interesting. Ooh. It's interesting. There has been a lot of... I saw a lot of people, like, on Twitter apologize to Zach right after, like, they watched. It's like, I want to take this moment right now to apologize to Zach Snyder. The Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition is pretty awesome. Yeah. Why didn't they put that version out there? And I... Snyder I, got shot by the execs. He did. He took it on the chin. He got shit on. And he was quiet about it and didn't like really retaliate. And we we even talked about it at one point. It's like maybe Snyder just needs to walk away. We right. had an episode where we we're talking like just give it to George I mean, Miller. I'm still not against that idea. It'd probably still be in the best interest of everyone for him to do that. But like this is not a complete Zack Snyder failure or just total dog shit thing. His original vision was better than what we got. Right. I mean, it doesn't fix a, fix a lot of the plot holes, a lot of that Those are stuff. still there. Those are still there. There's still major issues, but a lot of that stuff that we didn't get in that in that theatrical cut, like, what were they thinking? And all, the, like, there was that episode where we talking like, like, we were saying, like, maybe he needs to walk away, maybe he just needs to be fired. Do you think, I mean, we had an, we had an uh, episode where we talked to Rick about, you know, Rick Shue, where he was like, it's Zach Affleck directing the, the Justice League film. And that makes me even more excited. Well, now that you're seeing this and what the potential of this is. I mean, is, I've always been a fan of Zack Snyder movies. So, like, I'm always willing to go see a Zack Snyder movie. I also love Ben Affleck movies. So the fact that they're both working together is just awesome. Best of both worlds, in my opinion. I mean, and even with this movie's much darker, and it just makes a lot more sense. So, what has been your favorite scene so far? We're we're about a little bit over halfway through this movie. What's been, what's improved to you other than like the editing, and what's been your favorite thing that's been put back in? I think. My favorite improvement is definitely more context when it comes to what was going on in Africa and how that one lady was involved and how that kind of ended up affecting Superman in a meaningful way just before the explosion. Tom? Um, I'm just I'm just happy they fixed like the pacing of that. Like I'm with Kyle on the whole Africa thing. Like, you get to see how that unfolded more than, like, oh, Lois Lane was there, and then some shit went down, and Superman showed up, and now 
Superman. Now everyone hates Superman for some because reason because he didn't save six people and like I. Superman and then to show show it more as like a inside job with the lady from Africa and the paid cover up and all that shit. Like it it just as a film and a storyline, it just makes so much more sense and it makes that first hour and a half of what we just seen flow instead of like, okay, I'm seeing like you're more invested three in different characters. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing like in the theatrical, you're seeing three four different stories just piled on top of each other without any kind of transition like to what what's any the thing that's linking them all together exactly it's yeah we get a actual point where all the roads come together right for me it's the they they fixed my issues with the lois lane storyline oh yeah like that that got fixed a lot and that sequence that the, the so far the sequence that they should have kept in the film that they didn't was the scene where Clark calls his mom. Yep. To have them take that out with what we know is going to happen at the end of the film doesn't make sense at all. That's a pivotal moment in the film. Like he after this after the sequence of the courthouse when it blows up, he goes back to his mom. He talks to her again, but he's doing it face to face. And that that sequence where he calls her, that kind of props up that sequence even more. Because that really doesn't make a lot of sense. Like every just, time he has an issue, like he does the humane thing. Like he is a human in that case. Like he doesn't know what to do. He goes to his mom. Like, right. He, and she's the kind of one that kind of she's really the one comforting. Remember, like we had the issue where She's saying, "Look, you're you you're not you don't have you don't to be have there. to do anything, right? Like, yeah. And we had issues with that in the in the trailer, but now we see why she's doing that. We see how tortured he is because of all the things that not just him, her too, because she deals with it as much as he does. Yeah, like any you're a parent. She, you what know. is she supposed to say to her alien son that everyone thinks should be saving every last single person in any kind of tragedy? Like right. that weighs on her as heavy as it does on him in a yeah. way." I don't like those two. Those two things just improve the movie. Like obviously, the pacing's fixed a lot. It's a lot better. There's still plot hole issues, especially well, yeah. when we get to, especially when we get to the sequence where uh, Batman and Superman are fighting. I don't understand why Clark. Why'd you say that name? Well, no, not even that. Like, why didn't? Why wasn't Superman like stop fighting me? Like, just stop. I'm trying to tell you something important. But instead, they just keep going at it. That's so. true, yeah. It's a fight that begins with miscommunication and ends with miscommunication. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my money? Where's my money, bitch? Where's my... Give me my money. Um, But yeah, like that's... I, I, I was a fan of this film, but the theatrical cut... Not anymore. Like that, to me, is complete... Dog Are you upset you've seen it five times in the theater? Yeah, for what <laughs> what this movie is. It's so you it, can know all the extra things that were added to it in the ultimate cut. It's like wow. Well, yeah. Well, I like, mean, the more I watched the theatrical cut, the more I disliked the movie. But now seeing this, I'm like, okay, I'm enjoying this. This actually feels more like a more complete movie. Like I can actually sit there and watch this as an enjoyable thing. And now. I wonder. I I really wish that. The critics could reevaluate this film. Yeah, I really wish they could go back and like, okay, I know a few. Like, I know Mark did a he did, he reevaluated the film. He already gave it. He gave it 
a good review his original and he you know he praised it even more but those people that really hated the film I know I've seen a bunch of people like the people that really hate Zack Snyder and hate this film they're not going to see that this version of it mm-hmm. we already know who those people are but a lot of the people that saw this version are glowing about it. Like, wow. Like, why wasn't... They, they asked the same questions we are. Why wasn't this version put in the film? One of the biggest mistakes of all time. It's such a huge mistake. Because this is really the setup to the DCEU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. That's exactly so what them, it is. They, it's, Zach didn't drop the ball. Ben didn't drop the ball. You know, Chris Terrio didn't drop the ball. Damn writers. The, the studio dropped the st- it. Exactly. The studio. Exactly. So, and that's and why we, I feel like we kind of owe Zach because we kind of we kind of kicked him in the balls here pretty hard. A lot. Um, I'll be right now. Like I apologize to Zach. Like if I would have like you were pretty much radio silent about the entire thing, and you could have you could have came out like uh, Josh Trank did and said, you know, the studio did this and did that to my movie. But like this, they really, like you said, he really just took it on the chin, like and like was a man about it, yeah, and just like I'm still gonna go to work, I still got a job to do, and here he is, and so for that, I apologize, I apologize. Fair, so, I can't take this character seriously when they're in costume. Well, yeah, I mean, I have issues with he him did saying still stuff like say that. that yeah. I mean, he's not squeaky clean. There are still some things he did wrong, but but a better yeah. movie than we seen in the theater for sure. That wasn't. It really his fault. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he he gets he gets okay. So how I look at it is like he deserves like 25 percent of the blame because he had to go okay. back and re-edit the film yeah. and he had to take those parts out. So he could have he could have edited a little bit better. I agree, so, man. So I'm I can't gonna, wait to. Uh, I'm gonna cut out the doomsday do the scenes. Yeah, I can't wait to get to the other half of this. Uh, make sure you check us out on Twitter. At Shanlene on Bat, you can follow Justin on Twitter. Batman Shanlene. You can follow. You can follow Kyle on Twitter. Looting Kyle. Follow myself at Batman Bass Slap. You can check this podcast out at www.shanleyanonbatman.com as well as www.podcastempirenetwork.com where we have some other podcasts you can check out as well. Kyle's got the M and J podcast, Mouse and Joystick. I've got Hey Entertain Me going on over there. You can check out our YouTube channel. Simply search Shanley on Batman. Justin has a uh, nice little start to some some short videos that he does talking about DC news and Batman-related stuff and all kinds of good stuff. So make sure you check all that stuff out there. And for episode 66, Shanley on Batman, I am Justin Shanley. Tom Harper. Kyle Davis. I'm Batman. I am the night. 